Hello, welcome to my podcast. Today, I'm going to be telling you my story. I was born in May of 1966 in a small Texas town. From an early age, I always felt my parents didn't love me. When I was six years old, I had asked for a toy doll that crawled and turned her head for Christmas. When I opened my present on Christmas morning, I was horrified that my doll's head would fall off and roll across the floor. My parents thought it was amusing, and they laughed at me for crying. When I was 11 years old, my parents were divorced, and my mother moved myself and my brother to our hometown, which was 18 miles away. It wasn't long before my mom had a new boyfriend she moved in and married. He wasn't a stranger. He and his wife had been friends with my parents, and I had been in the same grade and class as his son. We lived in a small two-bedroom mobile home. My brother and I shared a room, so my stepdad would come wake me up and ask me if I wanted to watch television with him. I was told that it was a secret, and my brother would be upset if he knew he couldn't watch TV with us, so I kept the secret. It wasn't long before he began to touch me. He would put his hand between my legs on top of my panties. If I pulled away, he would tell me it was okay. He wouldn't hurt me. This was what all stepdads did, but it was a secret, and I couldn't tell anyone. It wasn't long before he started putting his hand inside my panties. He would make me lie down on the couch, put my head on the opposite side of the couch. I was terrified of what was happening. He would always tell me it was okay if I liked it. When I was 13, we moved into a new home. My brother and I had separate bedrooms, and I had a half bath in my room. I had to share a shower with my mother and stepfather. My mother became pregnant with my youngest brother, and my stepfather was touching me nearly every day. He would wait until everyone was asleep and sneak into my room, close the door, and touch me. I would pretend to be asleep. At puberty, I started to develop large breasts. I hated them. All they did was attract unwanted attention from boys. The girls in my class made fun of me, and my stepfather began touching my breasts. I hated my body. When I was in the ninth grade, my stepfather would wake me up after my mother went to work. He would have me brush my teeth, then he would kiss me. Then he would make me perform oral sex on him. He had begun threatening me with harming my mother and my grandparents if I said anything. He would tell me that no one would ever believe me. He would reward me for not telling anyone by buying me just about anything I wanted, from jewelry to cars. No one ever questioned it because he was buying nice things for my brother and mother as well. It all seemed as as if we were a happy, middle-class family. When I was 14, my stepfather began to rape me. He would always sneak into my bedroom after everyone was asleep. I would close my eyes and pretend to be asleep until until he began making sure I was awake. Sometimes after my mother would leave for work, he would make me go into their bed and make me get on top of him. I hated him. I cried and begged for him to stop, but he never did. I would cry and tell him I didn't want to get pregnant. He told me I couldn't get pregnant because he had a vasectomy and explained to me what that meant. When I would get home from school, the first thing I would do was make myself a screwdriver and get drunk. I didn't want to be sober when my stepfather came home. Other ways I would deal with my emotional pain was to smash my wrists on my bathroom counter. I would smash it until it was swollen, numb, or broken. I would lie and say that I fell. 
No one ever questioned me. Other times, I would go into my parents' closet and spit all over my stepfather's clothes. I often fantasized about hiding in their closet and shooting my stepfather in the face with a shotgun. My teenage years, all of high school was horrible. I hated my existence and I failed the ninth grade. My teachers couldn't understand why I wasn't using my full potential. I had very few friends and they had boyfriends and I did not. I had to pretend I had a first kiss with a boy. I had to pretend I was a virgin. How could I tell anyone that my stepfather was my first? I was disgusted with myself. I felt dirty and trashy. He stole my innocence. He stole my childhood. He raped me until I was 17. After I graduated high school, I became pregnant at 19 and had a miscarriage. I had to have a DNC performed and my mother told the doctor to make sure it hurt. I eventually attended cosmetology school and graduated and became a licensed hairstylist. I got married when I was 21 years old and I was three months pregnant. I had two daughters during the 12 and a half years I was married. It was a horrible, abusive marriage. He abused me in similar ways my stepfather had, and I thought this was how marriage was supposed to be. I divorced and had nowhere to go except back home to my mother and stepfather's house. I took my two young daughters and moved back into my old room. I had not thought about my abuse for years. I chose to stuff it inside a vault in my brain. I bought a mobile home and my mother and stepfather gave me five acres of land so I could have a place to live. I lived there for the next 21 years. I would see my parents on a daily basis. I still felt uneasy being alone with my stepfather. He was always looking at my breasts or making jokes about how big they were. My mother would also comment on my breast size. I hated my body, especially my breasts. My parents never apologized or never approved of anyone I dated or married. My parents were very manipulative people and took advantage of any anyone every chance they had. I eventually remarried and again, it was a horrible marriage. He wanted threesomes and he cheated on a regular basis. I had no idea what love was. I was so insecure. I was married for 12 years and became a widow at the age of 48. My life was a train wreck. In early 2019, my stepfather suffered a massive stroke, which kept him hospitalized for six months. He had lost the use of his right side and had difficulty speaking. Every day, I drove my mother to the hospital so she could stay with him and visit. When he was released from the hospital, my mother brought him home to care for, and I was volunteered to help. For the next year, I helped my mother bathe, dress, and cook for my stepfather. I would drive him to physical therapy twice a week and had to listen to my mother complain about everything that was not perfect in her mind. I had mixed emotions concerning his condition. Part of me loved him, as sick and twisted as this was, but a greater part of me hated him, and I was glad he was suffering. I was remarried now to an amazing man and had finally felt comfortable enough to tell him about my childhood sex abuse and rape, except I did not tell him the truth about who had abused me. I was embarrassed and ashamed and was afraid he would look at me differently if he had known who had actually abused me. In July of 2020, we had a family dispute. I went to ask my mother to have my property put in my name. Things got very heated and my mother told me that she had read my diary when I was 12 and saw the lies and nasty words I wrote about my stepfather. 
she had known he'd molested and raped me. I asked her why she didn't help me, and she said I was a liar. As my mother was saying these things to me, my stepfather was sitting his in his reclining recliner, hearing every word. I went to his chair and bent down to where my face was two inches from his, and I looked into his eyes and said to him, You know what you did to me. I forgave you long ago, but I never forgot. Those were the last words I ever spoke to my stepfather. My mother then told me that I ruined her life and that I was to never set foot into her home again. The last words she spoke to me were, When I die, don't come to my funeral. I came home to my husband, told him the truth about who abused me. We made a decision to leave and never go back. He supports me in every way that helps me heal. If my husband had not wanted what was best for me and our family, I would still be there with no means for escape. It took us a year to save money and find a new home. During that year, my family continually harassed us, made threats, and constantly surveyed us. We moved two hours away from my family. Two weeks after we moved, my stepfather died. I did not cry. I think the world is a better place without him. The childhood sexual molestation and rape has affected every aspect of my life. I've suffered from PTSD, anxiety, depression, confusion about what sex means, low self-esteem, self-harm, and eating disorders. Thank you for listening.